I don't know about you, but I've noticed that whenever someone finishes a creative project and they're being interviewed about it, that person always gets asked the cliche question of, where did you get your inspiration from? And most times, the creator doesn't offer up too much of an answer, or at least an answer that you can then replicate. For example, if I tell you that the inspiration for my first fiction book came from my childhood spent in Slovakia, then it's not like it's something that you can suddenly go off and do on your own, right? Which begs the question, how can you find inspiration for your creative work? Let's find out, shall we? From Phil Speedtech comes a weekly digital series where he shares his insights, concepts, and findings learned during his 15-year journey of working in the entertainment industry. Each lesson offers you a roadmap to overcome the challenges that all artists face on the path to success. Welcome to Phil Speedtech Podcast. Greetings, fellow creative. I'm Phil Speedtech, your 360 creative coach, and I'm excited you're tuning in as it's my pleasure to help creatives like you master mental fortitude. The reason I'm adamant about this is because talent and luck alone won't make you successful. Eventually, you'll buckle at the knees and trust me when I say that you don't want that. The lessons I teach, such as this one, are designed to prevent that. But before we get too deep, I'd like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe to the series if you haven't done it already. Once subscribed, you'll be alerted to new lessons that I post. Thank you if you subscribe. Okay, here we go. First off, inspiration to me is a lot like luck. You can't create it, it comes when it comes. However, there's a great quote from a book I read called YouTube Secrets that goes, the harder you work, the luckier you become. And I agree with this, as does Stephen Pressfield, the author of War of Art, and many other creatives such as Neil Gaiman, Stephen King, and on and on and on. Each of us has a unique way of stating the same thing though, but What does it really boil down to? Well, it means that in order for inspiration to hit you, you have to put in the work. Stephen King writes every day, no matter what. Some days he's productive, and on other days he's not so productive. And many creatives who jump into an endeavor will begin in the latter camp. Even if you feel like you've been hit with inspiration and you're working away for hours nonstop, chances are it's riddled with cliches because your inspiration is less inspiration and more like a compulsion to mimic a piece of work that has moved you. But if you set up a schedule and dedicate time each and every day towards your craft, you will be rewarded. In time, your mind will follow your actions and it'll say, this is the time when I'm supposed to come up with stuff, and it will. But like all things, it takes practice and training. Too many artists starting off wrongly believe inspiration is the key to it all. It's not. The secret sauce, a phrase I hate, by the way, is the work. That's why the quote of the harder you work, the luckier you become is true. You have to condition yourself to be inspired. You have to set up the parameters for inspiration to enter. As Stephen Pressfield puts it, the muse that you're waiting for is observing you to see if you're putting in the effort. If the muse sees that you're lazy, well then, it won't come to you. Make no mistake, being a creative is hard work. Lifestyles of actors and YouTubers and such have been glamorized for the public's eye, but there's a lot of work that goes into it that the public never sees. I know this firsthand, and not just from my own work, but from seeing my friends. So step number one to finding inspiration is to create a routine, and yes, I use the word create to make it seem more fun because it should be, right? 
It's providing a structure for your passions. Once you have a routine, stick to it and make rules. Like I said, Stephen King writes every day, no matter what. Now, Neil Gaiman does that too, but in addition to that, he also has a rule that when he's writing, he can either write or do nothing. That's it. Only those two. He can stare into space, but he can't check his phone. He can write, but he can't listen to music. I like this because it gives him permission to not have to be productive, but at the same time, he's forcing himself to always return to writing. Or as he puts it, eventually the act of writing seems less boring than nothing. That's me paraphrasing, by the way, but to get his full quote and his entire thoughts on the writing process, listen to Neil Gaiman on the Tim Ferriss Show. I put a link into the description so you can check it out for yourself. But to repeat, Step one, create a routine. Now, step two is to set up rules within that routine. Here's where we get to the nebulous part of all of it, because inspiration can come from anywhere. But I find it's always best to ask yourself what matters to you, as in the message you want to convey, or better yet, what drew you to this creative pursuit in the first place? In this case, when I say creative pursuit, I mean the general act of creativity, not a specific project. So for me, the question would be, what drew me to write a book? In these questions that you're asking yourself, the essence is actually your passion. It is the literal why of your creative pursuit. It should be a guiding light henceforth for that creative project or longer if applicable. For me, the fiction book I'm writing uh, came from my desire to tell an honest story about Slovakia, a place that most Americans have no idea about. That was the seed in a case of drawing inspiration from experience. Maybe for you, you want to do something that's abstracted from reality, like fantasy or some futuristic sci-fi. See, when you ask yourself these questions and inspiration latches onto you, it is your job from here on out to follow that thread. This is where the act of work comes in yet again. Continue asking further questions of yourself. What characters do you see? What are they doing? What do they stand for? Many people equate uh, creativity to self-exploration, and I find this to be correct. When you're hit with creative thoughts, it allows you a window to yourself, right? You must explore that space. That is what it means to find your inspiration. Inspiration is the nugget that then spawns an entire adventure that you must unravel and at times solve, no different than Indiana Jones. The more focus and time you put in the more you will be rewarded. Another key part to finding inspiration is taking in other people's work, whether that be movies, books, paintings, and on and on and on. You cannot create if you aren't inspired by others. The more works of art you see, the more empathy you'll have, you'll have a greater understanding of the craft and techniques. I mean, the benefits are just immense, right? And also on a basic level, why would you want to create something if you don't have a love for other people's rendition of a similar thing. Now, is there anything else to inspiration? Not really. I find too many people overcomplicate things. The process is simple. Create a routine, make rules within that routine, and then question and follow every creative thread that you have. Lastly, consume other people's work. It's simple, but no matter which way you slice it or you dice it, it is work. Work that you must do. But if you're truly an artist, then it should be fun. You're learning about yourself and creating something unique for the world. 
What could be more fun than that? I certainly don't know. That's it for this lesson though. However, I would love to hear from you if there are any other tips or methods you use to spark inspiration in your own life. Write them down in the comments section. That way I can learn and so can others. Also, please feel free to click over to any of the numerous lessons I've created just for you if you've enjoyed this lesson. I have so many that you can check out along with other free resources. All you have to do is go to my website at billsvitek.com. And if you prefer to learn by reading, I'm thrilled to announce that I will be coming out with a book, a nonfiction book that not only teaches my principles, but also provides exercises so you can put these ideas into action. All you have to do is go to mastermentalfortitude.com for more info. Lastly, a huge thank you to the people that helped make this episode financially possible. If you too would like to support this show, you can either head on over to my Patreon or sport some of my merch from my store. Links are down below as well. Or you can just tell a friend about this series and that way we can help build a community of like-minded people. It sounds fantastic, doesn't it? It does to me. Anyway, thanks for taking the time to tune in. I'm at Bill Svitek on social media, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>